All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Can you see it? Did you The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice. It only... You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, the reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, delivered to you by the great folks at 
DoorDash. Ding dong. You can use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D is all one word, CONVODD. That will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. Look my at name the fade. Is... Look at the fade from the back there. Your fade does look pretty good. My name is David Quadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place with a freshly cut head of hair, Chris Faber. Our technical producer Looks is like Alex you could, Lard. You could slide a credit card right between that little thing. Look at that. Put a credit card in there and pay me. Podcast listeners absolutely hate you. Uh, Chris Faber, technical producer is Alex Lard. My name is Dave Quadrelli. This is the Canucks Conversation. Sorry, this- for the you, you put those googly eyes right up here? Oh, boy. <laughs> it looked like a smiley face. I've never seen that part of my head. Okay. All right. So, Sorry. as I was saying, high above Roger. Get out of there, Arena. Alex. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it is the Canucks Conversation podcast. Remember, that's the name of the show, Chris. Uh, Canucks Conversation live. Where do you want to start today, buddy? Because what a what a game. Do I, want, do I want to start today? I don't know. No, and that's the thing is you and I even were talking right before the show started just about like, so what do we even say? Like, I'll start, like where well, do let's, you no, go with this team? We don't have to go right into the team. for. I want to discuss something real quick, and, and people in the chat can come in here with this. I'm thinking about getting a CPAP machine. One of these, uh, you put them on like a, a mask you put on and it helps, uh, you know, does it help you get oxygen? Is that what a CPAP's all about? You're asking the wrong guy. Okay. Anybody in the chat, let us know the CPAP. That's what I'm, I'm looking forward to getting one. I don't know if it's, it's not just like for people that need it like medically, right? Like I can go out and get a CPAP machine for myself. I'm pretty sure. Sorry, are you, are you suggesting that you're just going to walk around with an oxygen machine just because? For sleep, yeah. Like you, oh, you, for you just, sleep? Yeah, you okay. wear it to sleep. I thought you were like going to be lugging this around. I'm no, like, you don't no, need no. that. No, I think that's fine. I think it's... For the aesthetic? No, I think people... I don't like. I don't think you need to go to uh, whatever. You know, see your doctor and it's like... What do they do? Subscribe? What, do you, what am I trying to say? Prescribe? Yeah, that was the I don't think the they prescribe you a CPAP, but I was thinking I should probably get one. Like I snore a little bit. Okay. So stimulating. Anyways, Lisa says helps you breathe at night. Yeah. Okay. Thank we've, you, Lisa. we've got a lot of people jumping in the chat early and I, I'm sorry. We're not gonna be able to get to you all, but nice to see a lot of people coming on the show yesterday and today. Uh, more and more people in the chat. Love to see it. Love to see it. I know it helps you with your breathing. I just wondering it. Can I go out and get one? Like, is it like Advil or is it like uh T threes? Like, you can literally one, just Google this right now and we don't have to talk. About Let's workshop it. Look, my dad has one. He slept for the night for the first time in 50 years, he says. I would love to sleep through the night. Look at the screen. Look at the broadcast. Okay. Alex. <laughs> I need to put the CPAP on me there. I've been got I've been got now on this show. Alex texted me that, and I was like, oh my gosh, we're finally going to get Chris. God damn. Man, you got to post this. Pin it as the tweet on Canucks Convo. The podcast listeners need to need to experience this. Folks, uh, our technical producer, Alex Lard, has put a photo of Chris sleeping in his little gaming chair. I got a new chair, got. yeah. Hey, he's got a new gaming chair. He was showing me how far down it can go. He's laying down in it with his eyes closed, and that's just sitting on our screen um, right now. Okay, can we get to the Canucks, please? Because Chris... This team is over. Is that a video, Alex? Am I moving around? Oh, yeah, that was a video. That was a video. That was a video. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's a video. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Spencer Martin season, Chris. Uh, And someone, uh, Josh Griffith, jumped in the chat and said, please don't blow another lead season. Uh, He also added, I feel like both teams are going to find a way to lose this game. Before we preview tonight's game between the 0-3 Columbus Blue Jackets and the 0-3 Vancouver Canucks, we have to do it. I know neither of us really want to, but we have to talk about last night. We have to talk about the loss to the Washington Capitals on Monday evening. Where do you want to start, Chris? Well, it starts unacceptable. 
How long have I been saying it, man? I tell you again, Bo Horvat. Yesterday, you and Bo Horvat both unacceptable. Did he um, say unacceptable yesterday? He said it twice <laughs> in, in five seconds, twenty <laughs> seconds into their video that they posted Are you yesterday. Kidding me? He also oh. at some point said like we need to have a short term memory, uh, but then like within fifteen seconds of that he was like we also need to like remember this one and it's like he you know what he, Horvat's struggling to to deal with the media he's just running through hockey cliches at this point and it's not going to help him. Okay, uh, the Canucks last night became the first team in NHL history to lose each of their first three games of a season. Hold up, Alex. We got a, I got a graphic for you. Oh, you got too. a graphic. There you yep. go. First, He's going to pull me up laying down in the chair again here. <laughs> this this courtesy of Sportsnet Stats, first team in NHL history to lose each of their first three games of a season while blowing a multi-goal lead in each contest. So again, obviously they blow the three-goal lead in Edmonton, the early one, uh, the two-goal lead in Philadelphia. And remember, all of these have come as a result of just unanswered goals, like mm-hmm. unanswered after unanswered goals. And it's... Like, it is unacceptable, but it, it's clearly acceptable for this team. That's I, what's driving every mental you know, when it comes to this. It's wild to well, look at this graphic, too. Holy cow. Um, I just think, like, watching this team go into that third period last night, could you just feel it, though? Like, could you just feel within, like, the first 60 seconds of that third period, you're like, oh, wow, like, they are going to lose this. Like, it it felt like you knew the Canucks were going to lose this game. They came out and had 19 shots in the second period. Yeah. They looked they were getting shots on net, but it just felt like something was just breaking through the Canucks throughout the game. Can you get the heat map up, Alex? I put this in here. The heat map's really interesting to me. Where it's like, look at for people on the YouTube here, I'll, I'll explain it for the podcast listeners. The the shots that the that the Washington Capitals were getting off were all just right in front of Thatcher Demko. Yeah. There was no defense around the net. And then you compare that to what the Canucks were getting. Like they were getting a couple of half decent shots from either side of the crease, about you know, ten feet out. But everything from the from the Capitals last night, their shot attempts, they were all within like four feet of the net. See, three goals from them right outside the crease. The Canucks weren't defending well. They they were letting players go straight to the net, get their stick on the ice and mm-hmm. tap a puck in. It just, it's... And then four, you come out and put four shots up in the third period. By the way, Chase Water is going to join the show today, uh, captain of the Abbotsford Canucks. Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting pivot I, well, on the I, live show. I, there he is right there. I love... Uh, Chase is one of my favorite guys to talk to. I'm yeah. still... I'm still shocked that a second-year pro right into the seat. So I think that's crazy that uh, that he's going in as a second-year captain. But he's the he's the guy to do it in my eyes. I think uh, if they weren't gonna, you know, I thought they might go the local route with Noah Juleson. But if you're gonna go with the captain, you go with Chase Waters. But back to this team. Like I said, I just I felt like this team was looking like you just knew they were gonna lose. Like going into the third period, that you they're just like it's not even like they were holding on to a to a victory or holding on to a lead it's just like they went into that third period and you just kind of had a feeling they were going to lose i mean like i liked petterson in the first period i thought he was the only player in the first period that was really going for this team second period was excellent like jt miller scores bo horvat scores at least petterson scores this is a three point night for petterson and and you can't pull out a win here like it's and it wasn't petterson's fault that they didn't get the win like He's got his guy. Like, he, he's doing his job. You know sure. what I mean? And, again, like, we talked about it last year. He took a lot of Chris criticism, and rightfully so, for his slow start to the season and how it affected this team. My question for you, Chris, is JT Miller right now kind of in that similar spot? Because we made the comparison yesterday. It was brought up by a commenter to, hey, put JT Miller on the wing because he'll be able to get his confidence back the way PD was given the chance playing alongside Bo Horvat. Is JT Miller suffering from the th- same thing as Elias Pettersson was last season? 
I don't know. I think it, for him, it's just I, I do think that. Listen, Miller hasn't been great up to this point. Um, obviously, gets a shot off in the power play yesterday. That's something that he's going to do. I, I think there's a there's a degree of bad bounces, bad things that we saw with Elias Pettersson last year, like you mentioned, to start the year. There, there's a degree of that, but also there's a lot of effort things that need to be looked at in his game as well. And I think that's that's not just Miller. Like I, I think Horvat's in the same boat. Um, I really don't think Brock Bester's at 100%. No. I, like, I, he's, I don't think he's near 100%. You could tell from just his shooting and, and the way that he's playing in the corners. I think we were praising Brock Besser over the past year and kind of maybe two years now of like actually taking a pretty good jump of being a guy that you like defensively a little bit more. He, he's just not at that level, and when he's not being able to bring that or bring a strong shot, it makes me question. Like, I, I don't think this guy's near 100%. Yeah, I'm workshopping a take, so I can't be don't, – don't hold this one to me. But watching last night's game, we saw Curtis Lazar on the line with Leas Pedersen and Andre Kuzmenko. What really interests me about that was that line didn't look absolutely horrible. Their numbers weren't great. If you read, read the statsies at Canucks Army by Michael Liu, wasn't great. But Lazar in that spot, you know, you obviously don't want Lazar in that spot. It's, it's not a great scenario, but he did fine. And I think there's something to be said for what that proves of the compete level and the effort level from everybody else right now. That Curtis Lazar was able to work with Elias Patterson and Andre Kuzmenko because like those two other guys, Lazar is also working really hard, right? Does it come down to effort? Like, like what is the answer here, Chris? Because people are, you know, Boudreaux's on the hot seat. Like, let's be honest here. Boud- There's going to be increased talks about Bruce Boudreaux being the coach for this team. And I think that's trying to think of the safe word to say, but that's baloney. Like, I don't think mm. that is fair at all. Is Bruce Boudreaux the problem with this team? No, I don't think so. Like, if Travis Green was the problem with this team and Bruce Boudreaux was the answer, what, what what's going on now? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's deeper issues. And again, um, shout out to a listener of ours who I, I interact with on Twitter a little bit. He keeps saying that this team has band-aids on broken bones. And when you watch these first three games, that is really how it feels. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, to a certain degree, like I've seen people saying, I know there's been some bad bounces, there's been some things on their way. I don't think that's it, man. I, I don't think that's it. I, I really think this is about not even closing out games, but it's something that I always hated with a Travis Green coach team of like, they never want to push it, right? Yeah. And with Boudreaux last year, it felt like, no, they did want to push it. It wasn't good enough to have a one goal lead. You want to push for two. Now it's like you see these two-goal leads, these multi-goal leads. You can't just sit back and, and just let teams play their game. Like, you need to step up to a certain degree. You need to be better. You can't let guys like, you know, that that play, um, who scored the goal? I mean, it was, it was Alex, Alex Ovechkin ends up making the pass when he coming in. Um, and, and just, was it Strom? Was it Strom who had the little tap in yeah, on the yeah, back door so. there? Yeah. And it's just like, man, how does nobody have that guy there? And he just rolls right through there. He has a wide open just easy tap in and it's just like players can't go to the net that way that easy and I think that's been the problem right now to me is just that there's a degree of this team has a one really good period and it's like one really good period and I'm like wow like this is this is a good team like it's yeah. a good team to watch when they're when they're on like I think that's the thing that's so interesting to me is like the difference between great teams and, and average teams to me is like the consistency if the Canucks are consistently playing like they did in the second period and not even to that level. Cause that was like an extreme level of like, this is a really good team, right? Like if they played like they did in that second period all year long, we, we'd be talking about where the parade's going to go. But 
to me, that's the big thing that we're still seeing here is consistency. So the, the question is like, is, is consistency, does that come from coaching or does that come from the players that you have here? And I think, I think it's a bit saw, of both, but when it's been two coaches, it's the players. Right. And that's exactly what I was saying. I think we saw a lot of consistency last year under Bruce Boudreaux and it feels like this roster at least has gotten better, right? Like it feels like it's gotten better. And then we're, we're going to see Ilya Mikheyev. It sounds like tonight, uh, back in the lineup for the Vancouver Canucks. And that's going to be huge. Cause let's, Let's touch on the penalty kill as well, real quick. Well, like, hang on, because Tyler Myers also not at Scotia Barn practicing with the injured guys this morning. Phil Giuseppe and Travis Dermott were so. Again, this is a report from Donnie and Dolly. Dolly, well, I think was why didn't you? Got this. You got your all your sources out there. Your, your Zamboni drivers, the guys sweeping the floor. No, no, nobody. Eh? No, I I got to get out. To the guy, again. the guy fixing the glass. I forget his name. He tunes into the show too. I'm sorry. Me and him had some good chats. Out yeah, there. we just chat to various employees at Eight Rinks. Those Everybody, are, those yeah. are our sources. If they're wearing an eight eight ring shirt. Uh, <laughs> Uh, jacket i'm chatting them up that's right that's right um okay chat jumping in here uh jeep said best looking slow and having myers back will help a lot it'll help i don't know about a lot i don't know about the and again biggest myers fan of the media here right like biggest myers fan of the media but like the people saying oh well all these teams problem all these teams problems are going to go away when myers and pullman come back you know I, i don't think that's the truth at all and again like the people saying well dermot Dermot, Pullman, and Myers are, you know, the top four defensemen on this team, and losing three of those guys is going to hurt any team in the NHL. It's, yeah, okay, there's there's something that's it, been it, said. It does help you notice, though, like, you know, Tyler Myers does make Tyler Myers is huge. Listen, Tyler Myers he is makes, huge. He makes $6 million. You can talk about the contract all you want, but I tell you what, like, as, I don't as a guy playing tall. in your top four, yeah, he, he is massive for that, and that's not just because he's 680. He does eat up a lot of very important minutes. Yeah, so, absolutely. That that's been missing from the from the lineup. And Mal Marvel you, jumping in on our chat saying it can't be a coaching problem at this point. We got Chase is, Waters yeah. coming up here in just a minute, but Jack Rathbone. Will Jack Rathbone tonight? ever play? I think he's got to come in. He, tonight, he has right? to. I I was someone someone sent me a joke. They were like, "Oh yeah, I heard the Canucks just signed someone from the ECHL in order to play over Jack Rathbone." <laughs> it's like, no, he's got to get in, man. He does absolutely. I don't know what I don't know what they could possibly be waiting for in a guy that knows Jack Rathbone. Chase Waters. And we'll talk to Chase Waters in a few minutes here yeah. about Jack Rathbone. I, I would like to see Jack Rathbone in the lineup. Um, not going to knock anybody that's in. Again, like you just had Kyle Burroughs give you an effort where he played 24 minutes a night. And I think when people say Tyler Myers returning to this lineup is going to help, I think that's what they mean is just that, hey, maybe if Kyle Burroughs doesn't have to play 24 minutes a night, mm. things might get a little bit better. And I think that's I tell a you, very Kyle, He's looking good, though. Local kid looking he's, really good. He does good have that him. dog in him, for sure. Absolutely. He's leading the way in uh, the dog rating right now. Uh, do, we got, uh, do we got Chase here, Alex? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Checking in with Alex, uh, producer Alex. We'll get to Chase Waters here in just a minute. If he's on the line, let's bring him up. Well, Jeep jumped in here. Said, he uh, yep. Myers brings some stability and is good with the young guys. Another young guy, Chase Waters, captain. Of the Abbotsford Canucks joins us. Chase, how you doing? Good. How, how are you guys doing? Doing good, Chase. I like the background. Is it you just chilling yeah. in the rink? <laughs> yeah, we uh, just kind of just gonna gonna go grab some lunch after this. So just still at the rink here. So absolutely. Well, hey, let's let's get started with the big news of the week. You get named captain of this team. <clears throat> how does that feel? And and how did it come together a little bit? We saw the behind the scenes video. Uh, of Ryan Johnson announcing it, but uh, did he like give you a little hint before that, or is that the moment that you knew before that you were going to be the captain? No, uh, you know, obviously it's a huge honor. It's uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys in the room that that make up the leadership group. I know, I know every guy guy on the team has been you know has been a part of a leadership group throughout their careers, whether it was in junior or you know college, and and we all we all make up the team here, but it's. You know, uh, no. Ryan talked to me the night before quickly, and you know, gave me the news the night before, and then uh, you know, was announced to, to the team the next morning. So it's a uh, you know, it's a huge honor. Absolutely. What's what's that conversation like? Like, I I don't know if you're a guy that was like expecting it, but I think like just hearing it the night before. What was that like to hear that from uh, from RJ? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it was obviously obviously a lot of excitement, a lot of emotions going in going through it, but it's. Uh, you know, even talking to a lot of the older guys on the team, they talked to me after, and it's uh, you know we're all we're all in this together here, here in Abbotsford, all all pushing towards the same goal. So it's uh, you know it's uh, it's really good, and it's you know it's a huge honor again. So Chase, I feel like you've been a captain your whole life. Was it weird last year not having a C on your chest? Like <laughs> I got to think that's one of the first years you haven't like been a captain of a team. <laughs> no, I mean I I don't know. It's I kind of you know the way the way I lead, I kind of lead by example. I. You know, nothing, nothing really changes with, with my game. I'll kind of show up to the rink and, you know, do the same things I was doing before. And I think that's, uh, you know, that that's a big part of what, what, what makes up my game and, you know, me as a person. So, What was the biggest thing you learned in your first year pro last year? Yeah, it's, I, I think the biggest thing was preparation and, you know, moving on after games. There's, uh, you know, we play, we have a heavy, heavy schedule. There's a lot of, a lot of travel and it's, you know, everyone's everyone's in it together, and I think you know we're the we're the best when we're working when we're all pushing towards the same goal and pushing the same, you know, pushing the same way. So I think that's that's the biggest thing I learned last year, and you know, I've I've uh, took it into this year. You mentioned leading by example, so I won't really ask you how it's different to you know lead when you have a C on your chest. But have you noticed any differences between pro and junior when it comes to leadership, especially being a younger guy yourself? Um, a little bit, but there's also similarities. I mean. I was, uh, you know, I was given the captain when I was 18 in, in Saskatoon and, you know, there were still 19, still 20 year olds on the team. So it's, you know, the same sort of thing here being a younger guy. There's still, still older guys that, that I still look up to and, 
you know, everyone, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a group effort. I mean, it's not, it's not one guy, it's not two guys, it's, you know, 20, 25 guys that, you know, all, all make up our team here. So it's, you know, it's big, it's fun. So you guys get a win on the weekend, uh, tough loss as well. Um, this, this team's a year younger. If you look at average age than it was last year, do you feel that? Cause it's weird. Cause there's a lot of, it feels like there's a, a decent amount of returning guys. And obviously you get a year older, uh, going into next season, but does it feel younger? Like, is there more youth, just like a vibe around there? You guys have some more younger guys added to the group. Um, I, I don't know if it feels like that. It's, you know, like you said, there's a lot of guys coming back last year and every, everyone is a year older and it's, uh, you know, we got, we got a really good group of guys there and it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of good times around the rink, a lot of jokes. And, uh, like you said, it was obviously a tough, tough game Friday there, but I think our, our bounce back Saturday kind of showed, showed a lot about our group and uh, a lot about our resiliency. Chase, we've got a, a question from a listener here that I'm going to read you. Uh, it's what was more impressive, the absolute unit of a salmon you caught the other day or Carlson's OT winner, uh, against Bakersfield. <laughs> Well, you got to go with Carlson there. I know <laughs> everyone's catching salmon. Everyone's catching salmon out of the river right now. But uh, you know, to see to see Carly finally get his first goal there. I mean, it only took two games, but you know, he's been he's been all over the puck. He's been uh, he's been a great addition right now. You mentioned obviously having a lot of fun in the room. I got to ask about Vinny Arsenal. Uh, every guy that I chatted with last year talks about this guy being one of the best in the room. We see what he does on the ice, sticking up for guys. Uh, how important is he to this group as kind of a veteran presence for this AHL squad? Yeah, he's very important. I mean, you know, our, our he's he's been through he's been through a lot in his career. I mean, he's you know play, kind of played everywhere, and he's you know he's found a found a great role here in Abbotsford and with with Vancouver. So you know he's a great he's a great great to the young guys, great uh, you know great veteran presence. And I think when there's a guy like that around the room, it's you know it helps helps everyone around him. So, so I'm surprised. We're, that... uh, yeah, we're very. So I'm a little surprised quads you don't want to ask this question but i'm going to throw it out there archer Silovs comes in last year he's such a young player really looked like he had a huge off season playing in the world championships looking good at the prospects camp which you were at out in penticton as well are you seeing a much more improved goaltender here with uh with Artie? yeah Artie's already's been good so far this year is no uh i mean there's no complaints in his game like you said he had a good summer and he uh you know he's, he's played well every, every chance he's had so far this year so he's uh you know he's been great for us this year we're liking the, Zan- the Zamboni background there. It's, it adds to the ambiance of, of a hockey yeah. interview. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no worries. Let's. Is it a little too loud? Or no, no, you're good. Like I said, like people actually have commented they, they like the they like the the background noise a little bit there. With um, a guy that you played with uh, at the Pentakeman Young Stars, Danila Klimovich. He comes in at 18 years old, and and Chase, you were in your rookie season last year as well as a pro. But watching him make that adjustment and seeing what he's done so far this year, like I, I think he's another player who looks like he's going to take a big jump in the AHL. Yeah, exactly. He's, uh, you know, as you guys know, he's very, very skilled, very good shot, and you know, I think when he he uses those tools to his abilities, uh, he's a very dangerous player out there. And you know, it's uh, I got to play along with him for the first couple of games, and it was good here. So uh, yeah, we'll just. We'll keep keep building chemistry together and keep moving forward. Uh, last guy I wanted to ask about, obviously here in Vancouver, Vancouver Giant uh, Tristan Nielsen. Uh, you played against him in the dub a little bit. You get to see him play now. Saw him out at Penticton. Uh, what are your thoughts on what he brings to a lineup every night? Yeah, he's he's really good. He's uh, you know he kind of plays. He's got the skill side and he's also got the gritty side too. He plays hard. He uh, you know he does does the things right, and I, th- I think he's going to be a you know a really big part of our team this year. So. 
Chase, looking at your game, um, last year it felt like you really found a spot on the penalty kill. Like uh, I know Trent kind of trusted you to be the first guy out there. Um, aside from that, what do you want to add this year now that you're in your second year pro? Yeah, I think I think the penalty kill is you know something I'm going to keep working on, and there's always always room for improvement there. And but I know I think I think something I'm going to work on this year is getting a little more poised with the puck and fucking the ozone. I think uh, you know I think that's going to going to be able to help me and help my linemates make plays out there, and you know, ultimately uh, you know help the team win. So that's that's something I'll, I'll work on this year. Absolutely. Well, hey, Chase, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, congratulations on the C on your chest. I know we're still a couple weeks away uh, from the home opener out there in Abbotsford, but I'm sure it should be a good showing uh, for the fans showing up and getting a chance to watch the second year uh, of the Abbotsford Canucks. So thanks for taking the time today, man. Yeah, thanks, for guys. Thanks for having me on. We appreciate it. So thank you. Take care, guys. Absolutely. There he is. Chase Waters, captain of the Abbotsford Canucks. Got a nice ring to it. Appreciate it. Yeah, it does. You know, like uh, the C looks good. Um, he's a guy that obviously a lot of people I think would have picked. Like you, you watch what he did in the WHL. Uh, I think even just I remember watching the what the Blades put out there as kind of like uh, when they were retiring his jersey number. Yeah, that and was that video was just unreal. Exactly, like that was that was pretty unprecedented. I thought, especially to see a player get his number retired in junior, like like how he did. It's unbelievable. I again, like he deserves it. He deserves to see for sure. Yeah. So thanks to Chase Waters for joining us. Let's get back to the NHL team. That's our prospects report, too. <laughs> yeah, that's There's our nothing, uh, report. nothing going on in prospects. Yeah, I think we, we have a couple games tonight, so I might sure. have some clips uh, tomorrow. Oh, I think good. Northeastern is playing. Good, good. Yeah, I was so worried. So we'll be able to get your sleeper cam going. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we got a sleeper cam for you. The debut of the favorite sleeper cam where yeah, you're actually sleeping. Unbelievable. I can't believe we have that. I it's, had the massage chair going and everything. Yeah, too. you did. You were... Uh, <laughs> okay. Is it a video? Yeah, look, you're I don't like twitch. that. It's, I know, I that's was, what I'm saying. It's, it's me kicking you to make sure you're still alive oh, there. Oh, goodness gracious. It's the massager that's on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wait. See, see, that's what I need the CPAP for. I keep getting to get the little <laughs> jolts. If I had more oxygen, that wouldn't be. Uh... Also, the chat told you to go Hopefully to sleep. Hopefully, Chase isn't still on the line here. <laughs> the chat told you to go to sleep clinic, by the way. I'm not sure if you but saw that. I, I know that I snore. I know that I snore well, like some, that. Someone mentioned they're like, it could just be you need more exercise. That could be true, too. That's, could, <laughs> could be, be true. Jeez, that, that makes shot. two of us. That makes two of us. <laughs> hey, next month, uh, I'm working out every day. Yeah, I'm going to try and join you on that because I've been You're going to do it, too? Time. Yeah. Every single day, I'm going to be extent, in the gym Dude, the extent of my workout, and I'll tell you what, Harmon Dial, that guy's putting in work at the gym right oh, now. Yeah, he's, he, he's legit bulking. Like, he's he's doing what I did, like, two years ago. Um, so, I'm going to start doing it again because Harmon can't be the, be the more muscular 22-year-old in the Vancouver media. Oh, it's true. You young kids in here coming in. That's right. I'm, I'm going to go every day. And that was my, That's um, good, man. That was That's my really New good. Year's resolution was one month of the year. I'm going to work out every single day. And so you picked I the picked, second to last yeah, I picked November because I was like, hey, I haven't blown my New Year's resolution yet. Do Everyone it. No, else that's blew good, theirs two weeks into January. Yeah, that's good. That's good. The way to do it is get in a routine. Do it in the morning. Okay, let's get back to the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, we're What's not gonna next, talk, man? What's next? We're not going to talk too much more about the loss in Washington. There's a lot of things. And one thing that I want to point out is Thatcher Demko. You know, some people are saying, okay, he's playing like a bottom five goaltender in the league and they throw out some advanced stat at me that only looks at shot location in reality. But anyway, um, what I'm concerned about with Thatcher Demko, and not even concerned, I don't think that's the right or appropriate word, he's not really stealing any games for the Canucks. And I think you'd like to see him steal some games for this team, right? Like if Thatcher Demko turns in a performance where he, you know, just comes down and just secures it, they're, they're winning these games. They're closing out these games. But that's, again... 
He's part of the team. But that's not his responsibility. It's not his job to come in and just absolutely steal a game. And again, it's not like this came out of nowhere. Like Jim Rutherford last year talked about how we have a lot of problems on this team, but our goalie bails us out a lot. When he said that, it seemed like he was saying it from the extent of, we still have a lot to improve, but now, you know, and this is a combination of a lot of things, the biggest being how difficult it was to do business in the NHL this offseason, it kind of looks like they said that, and they're like, well, this is what we have. We have a great goalie who's going to steal us games, and we should build on that. Yeah, I think 21st in the NHL right now for 5-on-5 five five save percentage the Canucks are, and listen, they were first last year. You, you can see what, how much of a difference it makes when you aren't getting the best goaltender in the league, and that's that's no knock on Demko. I think that, like, you know, a lot of these goals that have been scored on him, like, you could say the Carlson one was a little... You know, a little tough to watch, like just go over the shoulder there. But there was, you know, there's other ones where it's just like, man, it's the defense. It's I don't think there's, I'm not putting much. And, you know, I, I'd be fine putting, you know, the blame on goaltenders, but not right now. Like this isn't, this isn't Demko letting the team down at all. This is the team letting Demko down with the scoring Absolutely. chances. Like 100%. Absolutely. And I know you're not saying that. I'm just saying yeah. I, I, I've i seen what you're talking about. Some yeah. people saying on them, like, Oh, like, what if Demko steals? Yeah, what's wrong with Demko? It's like, no, it's like, there's nothing wrong with Demko. He just, you're right, like, he isn't stealing you games right now, and he's done that over the past, but nobody on this roster is going out there and stealing you a game. I mean, because Manko and Burroughs are, like, your two best players right now. What if I told you that two weeks ago? You'd you'd probably know that the Canucks are 0-3, Yeah, right? If I told you that Kyle Burroughs is playing 24 Mm -hmm. minutes a night and Andre Kuzmenko is your best forward, no doubt you would say the Canucks are 0-3. Joey Pitt jumping into the YouTube chat here saying Demko's having a classic Roberto Luongo October. We all know how Luongo's Novembers were. I expect a Demko bounce back. I I don't even want to use the term bounce back, but Demko's going to seal games throughout the course of a season. You just know it's going to happen, but the team in front of him also needs to improve, right? Like they need to get better. It's not an excuse. It's not a, hey guys, we're going to lose games until our goaltender can come back and play like a Vezina caliber goaltender and, you know, play like legitimately the best goaltender in the league and win us these games that we have no business even being in because we don't show up for third periods. You can't you can't build on that. Like you you can't wait for that to happen. I'm sure it'll happen, but you can't wait for it if you're the Canucks. You got to do something here. Like you got to do something yourself if you're the players. You got to go out and make it happen. It's it's unacceptable. They, they had a players meeting at the end of the game last night. I tell you why. That three games into the year, and Boudreaux kind of said it like, you know, okay. it's not ideal to have a players meeting three games into the season. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to rip so on. I don't want to rip on the team too much here. But tomorrow, tomorrow, I tell you what, they lose. To, like this is what I think's gonna. Sure. Happen. They're gonna win tonight. Okay, right? We'll they're see. gonna go out and win tonight. And, and you know, I think we can take a good deep breath after tonight's game. You were right in the stanchies. Uh, it's gonna be a nice chill day. I'm gonna have the. I'm gonna have the gifts for you. Today, someone. Today, someone came up to me and they said, "Gifs, can you get me some gifs?" Okay. I said what? Peanut butter? I, I. What are you talking about? Okay. The yeah, they're called gifs. That's ridiculous. Anyways, so I'm handling that for the Stanchies. I just think, I think they're going to come out tonight. They're going to win. It's going to be like 5-2. It's going to be a nice little win for them. They're going to play hard in front of their backup goaltender. And to me, I hate that. I hate that. Because it's like, what? I think that's what we're going to see tonight. I think we're going to see a much better team. And listen, we'll be in here tomorrow if they lose again. And, it, it, and sorry, you, you hate know what? this for what reason? I hate this because why, why aren't you playing a better game in front of your starter. Then. You're saying it takes going 0-3 in a players-only meeting to it, get this going. I that, understand. Okay. Plus adding on, like, oh, now our backup's in. We better actually start playing defense. Yeah, Why? Yeah. I hate that. What is that? That happened a lot to Spencer Martin last year, where it was like, it you know what? They played good defense around. They really protected the net. Why aren't you doing that for Demko? Yep. Set Demko up to have success at that point. I, I think that's what we're going to see tonight. And when we see it, 
Like, to me, it's like it's almost a lose-lose situation. It's like, why aren't you, you see a good game tonight? It's like, well, where was that the first three games? You see a bad game tonight, and they lose their own four. I'm it's just... A, it's not... Things are not great right now with the Canucks. I just think from a lot of different things. I'm just looking forward to the takes. If what you're saying actually happens, the... Demko sucks and Martin's the oh, guy who's... No, no, that Those takes happen. are coming. Those takes are absolutely coming. I was having people last night when I sent out that tweet about it being unacceptable, then go out and prove it if it's actually unacceptable. I had I had people being like, well, you don't have the backbone to talk about the refs have screwed us in these three games. What the hell? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that's what the players only meeting was about, was the refs screwing them over. And also, I just want to say, and I'm not going to keep going off about Twitter idiots that I don't actually reply oh, to and on, just call them out on Twitter on the uh, podcast but I wonder what the contents of that players only meeting was and I think I might have seen this on Twitter so shout out the person I got some stuff on Twitter I just well, seen right now let me get to it um reassigned to Abbotsford Noah Juleson listen to this quads Tyler Myers and Ilya Mikheyev have been activated from IR Okay, we got to get an article on that. <laughs> okay, no we're doing a show well, here. Hang this, on. This, hang on a sec. Page views all hang on a sec here. Hang on. Uh yeah, okay. The chat was letting us know, and I ignored it. But I can't remember well, what I was saying yeah, now. Who, we, what, are we going to trust Cody in there telling us stuff? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's fair. But you got to trust Alien me. Pete. What Alien was I Pete even saying? I was talking here. about something. I had something good. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The contents of this player's only meeting, and I might have seen this on Twitter. But what was being said in that meeting, I'm, I'm curious about, because in the media, at least... Even Boudreaux and Wyatt pointed this out in the stanchies last night. Boudreaux and Horvat were like, you know, we did some good things. We were like, we, we played a pretty good game, but yeah, we, we just couldn't period. close out the third. And look, that's that's not what you should be talking about. It shouldn't be okay, guys. We're do, we're doing some good things. We guys, stick with it. No, it's guys. We need to get our heads out of our rears and figure this out because this is unacceptable. It's not. Guys, we're doing so many good things. Let's just keep this up. Yeah, let's lean into those good things. Yeah. Even though the the captain comes out every game and says everything's unacceptable. Anyway, how can I, you say how can you play both sides there to me? I don't I, understand. I don't how know. can things be unacceptable but still so many good things being done? I don't get that. Alien Pete pointing out in the chat that uh, he, had, yeah. he had it first and he was hashtag. Yeah, I, I had it first too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> he had it Take first. that, Cody. Okay, let's wrap things up here. Let's get to our Betway wrap up. Chris, do no, you have no, a no. bet? What are you talking about? We got a poll question to get to. Oh, here. A poll question. It's like one thirty, and you're trying to rush out. Well, I, I gotta know write you, something. Well, I know you got your article. You to do your little bag milk text or whatever you got to do and get that get out this. there. Yeah, this is ridiculous. All right, let's get the poll question up. Uh, pull it up here, Alex. I want to see what Alex says on this one too, because yeah, I think. It's it's been one of those days. Today's poll question brought to you by Atlas Goods. Uh, check them out. There's a Twitter account right there. Head over to our Twitter account. Just click them. Uh, check it out. Fifteen percent off your first order of pop rinds. Use uh, promo code CC15. You go out and get these. You get these fresh pork rinds. Look at that, Alex. Is where's the website, Alex? You got the menu up there. We like the menu up there too. Alex is always pulling up You'd the be menu. Nice to Alex. He's always got it. He's open. got See, it ready to go. He's got a, it's favorites. He's subscribed right there. You get your ten percent off. Forget that. You got fifteen percent <laughs> off with our deal, Alex. Get out of there, Alex. Promo code CC15, locally owned and operated, zero carb, high protein snack, keto friendly, ready in minutes in your microwave or air fryer. Here's what what I was was, was thinking the other day with the pork rinds. You dip them in hummus. Okay. Why not? I've never done it. And look at this new new pork rind panko. I'm allergic to hummus. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Know your co-host allergies, folks. I I just assume you know you know like thirty of my allergies. Yeah, I was worried the other day because I brought home groceries and there was a, a. a tub of peanut butter in there. Yeah. And I was like, damn, is this going to get, is this going to set quads off here? I'm going to have to stab you with, uh, stab you with something. 
I don't know. All right, let's get back to the poll question. See what Alex says. Is Alex angry today? I've been giving it to him maybe a little bit too much on the episode. He might be angry. Okay, today's poll uh, question brought to you by Atlas Goods. What worries you most about this team? The defense, leadership, the room, special teams, and as always, I'm angry. Let's see what Alex votes. He's going with, oh, he hovered over, I'm angry, and he clicked leadership leadership and the room. Where are you going with this one, Chris? Because, sorry, let me just quickly read the... The listeners and you know the viewers, what they're saying in the ch- in the uh, poll question here: twenty nine percent so far saying they are angry, thirty five percent saying it's the defense, nineteen percent saying leadership in the room, fifteen percent say special teams. What's your biggest worry? Because I understand why people are just picking. I'm angry, but like Alex, I'm going with leadership in the room. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I think it might. Like, listen, the defense is a is a thing that's not going to get this team to a Stanley sure. Cup right now that they have. But I also don't know if what's going on with his leadership in the room is going to get them there either. Special teams is the thing I'd probably worried about the least because, like, yeah, the penalty kill has been wild this season once again to start the year. It, I don't think it's the thing that's 100% losing them games like it was last year, but it's it's starting to trend that direction. So I'd start to worry about the penalty kill. You hope that Ilya Mikheyev makes a big difference tonight as he's been activated off of IR as we just talked about. I Like, the way I'm looking at this is what is holding this team back more? And I, I think I have to go with the defense still. I, sure. I really think you need that piece for Quinn Hughes to, to make it a real legit top pairing. And I love Luke Shen, big dog rating guy, but I'd like to see him on a third pair playing with someone else and making things calm on a third pair that you can trust instead of being asked to do so much and play with Quinn Hughes. And it's it's like it works, right? But there's a, there's a couple times actually yesterday just watching Shen. I don't think it was one of Shen's best games. And I hate to say it because we love him. Like Shen's the best. We love talking to him. We love watching him play. We love watching him stick up for everyone. But it was one of those games where the the skill part of it got exposed a little bit in Shen's game, I think. I don't think he was horrible, but there was a, just a couple moments I noticed in the game where it's like, yeah, you, you wish you had a little bit of a, a more skilled defenseman here to help Quinn Hughes out. Yeah, absolutely. So I understand what but you're, you're saying. Go, you're going leadership. You think it's the room, right? Yeah, I'm going leadership. I don't, uh, sorry. Pull it up, Alex. What's, uh, what season me? is it right now, too? I got the photo. I got this edit put up together here. You're asking me what worries the Trade most. Everyone. What worries the most about this team, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't worry the most about the defense because I know Quinn Hughes is going to play better than he already has, right? Right. Uh, I know that that's something that's relatively easy to address Address if you, you know, make a trade or solve it, right? It's It's... It worries me for sure, the current state of the defense, but long term, I'm not looking at it and saying, I don't know if this defense is ever going to be able to get done because this defense is going to get changed, right? Mm. Is the leadership group going to get changed? Right. Is the room going to get changed? Like, what, what's going to change there? And Sat was talking about this yesterday on Sportsnet 650. The leadership in that room, who is it? Like, who is there to keep a JT Miller in check, for example, right? Is there anybody? Is it Bruce Boudreaux? Like, you, you look at the 2011 core, right? And again, I, I'm not sure if this was actually said by Sack because I saw it in a tweet, but I'm not sure if it was just the tweeter that said this, but you look at the 2011 core, for example, right? There was the Sedins. Kessler was kept in check by the Sedins, and the Sedins didn't need anybody to keep them in check, right? They were the perfect leaders. JT Miller, in my mind, isn't the perfect leader, but he's probably the top dog in that dressing room. And that's no disrespect to Bo Horvat because they shared the leadership duties. We all know that. They've talked about it. But... I, I don't know if Bo Horvat is confronting JT Miller about anything or saying like, hey, get it together when these kind of things happen. Because I, I don't know if that's the kind of person Bo is. And again, that's not really a knock on Bo. I just don't know if if the Canucks have the right leadership to get them out of what they're currently in right now. 
Yeah, I'm with you there. I think there, I think there has to be something not just like wrong, but just something that's not their room isn't helping them. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that what's going on in the room, the dynamic in the room is helping this team get over some of their problems. And that that's unfortunate. Cause I think you, know, you hear this a lot from like retired players where they, they talk about like how the good, the players that go on and win Stanley cups talk about like what the room was like and how it had such a good dynamic to lift each other up, whether it be, you know, just having a bad day, a player being able to kind of lift you up and put you in the spot or, or just knowing what another guy was going to bring on the ice. Like, I think the room could make a really big difference. And I think that's what you hear from former players so much is like, they knew like they, you could tell that things were different or even players that get traded at the deadline and end up talking about it. Those are the guys that I like to listen to for this. Like you, you could just hear from the players. Like when they knew they came into that room, they're like, we're going to win Stanley cup type of thing. And, and I just don't know if that's helping the Canucks right now. I don't think, I think the room is hurting them more than it's helping them right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so go check out uh, Atlas Goods, atlasgds.com. But then again, so's the defense and so's the special exactly. teams. So, like, everything's... Exactly. Like, everything sucks. Right now? Everything sucks. You've heard it before. Yeah, except for Chase Waters. That was a good chat. Yeah. Thanks for Chase Waters uh, for joining us again. Okay, uh, promo code CC15 and atlasgds.com. Betway wrap-up, Chris. Give yeah, it to us. What's your bet today? Um, here, pull it up, Alex. Plus 300, will I have a CPAP by the end of the week? Um, no. No. Uh, this is a good one, okay? Because I, I I do think the Canucks are going to win. You got to read it. The podcast listeners are not seeing dude, this. Dude, what, what am I going to just say? The money? I'm obviously about to read it here. I think the Canucks are going to win. So my bet tonight, uh, I don't know. Am I? This is not advice. This is just <laughs> a picture. If you see it, you see it. If you like it, take it. I don't know. This isn't advice. Bet way, bet way, bet way. Um, Canucks to win. Money line. I'm pretty sure that means just win in general. Right? I think so. I'm pretty You're sure. You're the betting guy. I know I'm the betting guy, but I've never like learned the difference between money line and puck line. I think okay. puck line gives you a goal and a half or whatever. Oh, so it's I like think, the spread. I think money line is just a win. Okay. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I know uh, Cody's in there. He'll tell me. I'm sure the chat will. Cody's t- taken a few L's in his betting uh, this past week. Uh, over 6.5 goals, the Canucks to win, and Elias Pettersson to score a goal. You put 50 down. You're walking out with 400. You get your 50 back. We're talking 450. What can you do with that? Buy yourself a gaming chair. You can buy yourself a brand new gaming chair. Go ahead back to the other phone. Tell them how comfortable this thing is. Alex is you, you lean back in it. Like, there it is. For the, you take home, you take home for them. You, you put this bet down. You win it. You're laughing. You take this thing back. I ordered it off Amazon last night. It's here this morning. Okay. Bet, bet way, bet way, bet way. Uh, Jarhead jumping in the chat saying Moneyline is just a win. So you are correct about that. Jarhead, someone- you missed a comment from Jarhead earlier, which I think is good. So, yeah, we're working out every day in November. We're getting healthy. Maybe we'll you can come work out here. You show up here at 9 in the morning. We'll go down for a workout. We'll come up here. You'll lay around, take your, take your little nap that you take every single day. I'll do all the work, prep the show. Then we'll get going on the show. But there we go. We got our workout done. Uh, but he also said you should grow a mustache, too. You've You've grown one in the past. Yeah, well, you've not doing you've, that again. You've had hair show up on your face in the past, uh, in in search of a mustache. But I don't know if uh, if we've actually gotten to the point of it yet. Can't really see it. This is this is the most I can do. But it's you're not great. Like, it's not a, it's not the genes either. Like, your brother grows a mustache, right? Like, My brother, brother started growing facial hair when he was 23. So okay. check with me when I'm 23, and we'll see what happens. This, this could be the year, folks. This could be my year. This could be my year. Okay, uh, we'll close it out there uh, for my co-host Chris Faber and our technical producer Alex Allard. You my name get is David Quadrelli. No, Mike's got it. Mike Gould has got okay. it. Uh, my name is David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation.
A voice crack there. 5-2 Canucks. <laughs> Play hard for, for Spencer Martin. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.